everybody. Sean Harwell. This is the Never Heard of a Podcast. The podcast where we talk about the movies that have slipped through our cracks and hopefully some of yours as well. I'm joined, of course, today by my co-host and uh, crunk champion, Craig Moorhead. How are you, Craig? Uh, I'm a little winded from all the yeah. uh, crunk, cr- cr- crumping, crunking. I said crunk, I think, right? That's a, that's like crazy drunk. That's not a dance at all. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, I'm sorry. You're right. That's exactly the difference, yeah. So in that case, yeah. very, very crunk. This is a good segue into what we're going to talk about today and uh, how illiterate I am about it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, before we get to that, go to neverheardpodcast.com, Craig, mm-hmm. right now. Okay. And uh, check out our website and see what you think. You can find all the links you need and come make a suggestion. We would like that very much. This is our last movie for July, and we'll do the same thing again in August. And then hopefully something special by, by the end of the year. We'll see. Yeah. Bookmark that site just so you don't have to yeah. put you know type it in every time. Just You have a little button. You just go boop, and then uh, you can go there all the time. Free. It's free. Yeah, or if you do like to type, you know, if you type it enough, it'll just start to autofill. That's true. That's the way mine is now. I don't even go to the bookmark. That takes too long. Yeah, no. Forget about dip, it. Dip, 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 type. Done. Yeah. That's a good idea. All right. Good night. Good night. Now, Craig, mm. let's talk about this movie. You picked it. Mm-hmm. I had heard of this one a little bit. remember seeing this poster. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, I don't think I've seen a single frame. I don't remember if I've ever even seen the Ding Dang trailer. So I'm excited to hear about it and hear who made it. I think that's what you're going to tell us about, aren't you? That is exactly what I'm going to tell you about, Sean. I'm going to start telling you right now. Whew, that's a relief. Now, this is a documentary. not uh, It's not a mockumentary, which seems like what a lot of the kids like to make these days. <laughs> this is, uh, is this our second documentary, by the way? We've done one other one that I can think of. Have we done more than that? No, this is probably the second one. The Overnighters, right? That was yeah, the other one. that sounds about right. Here's the deal. The movie's called Rise. That's with a Z. R-I-Z-E. It came out in 2005. To really boil it down and and just reduce it to something that has no emotional weight whatsoever, it's about dancing. Yeah, well, I should have asked you this to begin with. Why this movie? Why did you why did you gravitate back to this movie about dancing? I mean, I know you like to dance, obviously. Like, everybody right. that knows you knows that about you. Oh, yeah. And then, like, there's a few other things that we know about you, like your editor and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But it's the fact that you like to dance, that's... That's first, Always. and then all that other stuff. Yeah. So aside from that, that everybody knows that you like to dance, what about this movie? Were you like, oh, we got to watch this this month? Well, I'll tell you, ever since it came out, and, and I, for some reason I was kind of surprised to look and see that it came out in 2005. For some reason I remember it as being like a 90s movie. Yeah. But yeah, so it's not, not that old a movie. I guess the main thing is I remember seeing advertisements for it, A, and those looked like nothing I had really seen before. And so that definitely got my interest. The way some of it was shot was like, looked really beautiful. And then I just remember hearing good things about it, but it never really necessarily blew up in any way that I could quantify. Yeah. So I guess that's the thing. Like, it's always kind of been there. And then when I was looking for, uh, again, I was looking for movies for this month that had something to do with music, where music was like a big part of the movie. And this one popped right. up, and I thought, yeah, why not? I mean, it's I mean, it's a documentary, which we don't do a lot of, like we just said. And I mean, it's it's there's tons of dancing and music. Like we we don't generally do a movie like this at all. Nope. This is so we should not ignore <laughs> this. This is out of our corner. Yeah, I'm totally. About that. Yeah. Yeah. So it just felt like the kind of thing we needed to see. 
Very cool. And so, yeah, so it's a 2005 movie. It's directed by a gentleman by the name of David LaChapelle, which actually I think, again, was another reason uh, I remember it kind of perking up my ears because I thought it said David Chappelle at the time. <laughs> and and it just... and so Different person. Yeah, very. even though it was kind of a, you know, a misunderstanding there. Right. Uh, I felt like something uh, that I needed to see. Mm-hmm. So David LaChapelle, uh, he's a photographer. I think that's where he mm-hmm. he kind of made his name in general. Yes, in advertising, I think, correct? Advertising, yeah. But he's also uh, done tons of music videos, directed tons of music videos for such people as Elton John, Whitney Houston, uh, Mariah Carey, Moby, the Dandy Warhols. Really? Okay. Yeah. So he's done a ton weird. of stuff like that. That's a weird mix of folks there. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. I mean, and, and it was definitely like it kind of started out Dandy Warhols. And like there's like some mm-hmm. Moby and stuff. And then you see like once Rise comes out, it seems like then he starts kind of moving into the sort of those larger acts. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, before Rise came out, he also made a couple of short documentaries, one called Crumped and one called Clowns in the Hood. And oh, I uh, yeah, as far as I can tell, they, you know, both of those kind of figure in. It's like Rise is sort of a marriage of those two. Right. documentaries in a way but you know Rise is I, okay. I believe its own thing totally so he directed the movie and he really seemed to have quite a few camera operators who worked on it. I don't, I don't include their names but not that you're not important if you're listening and you probably are <laughs> you you know yeah, who you are let's just yeah I mean I, the fact that we even mentioned they used cameras is probably more credit than we need to maybe to give maybe to yeah uh, I mean it would have been a movie either way right camera or no <laughs> exactly. camera right <laughs> But uh, cinematography, so I'm assuming they actually had multiple cameras rolling. I kind of want to know more about this, what was going on. The, the, the mm-hmm. actual uh, cinematographer is Morgan Susser, who I think is best known for cinematography uh, by the 2010 movie Hesher, which I have still not seen, but I, uh, Me either. it's definitely yeah. on the radar. I had it on my DVR for a long time. Yeah. I just didn't get to it, you know? Yeah. Happens. It's got that cool Metallica font. You know, I don't know what that's yeah, about yeah. yet. I'm really kind of interested. JGL. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, you got music in it, as I said before. Amy Marie Beauchamp, I believe is how you would pronounce this. Could be totally wrong. Nice. And Jose Cancela. Jose has at least one song on, on a soundtrack for a movie called Date Movie. But otherwise, the two mm-hmm. of them seem to have worked together quite a bit. Composed lots of stuff. Seems like a lot of stuff generally for the boxing world. Looks like some HBO special huh. stuff and, and things like that. Uh, I, I couldn't really discern whether it was just like they did a theme song that's been played a thousand times or if they kind right. of are always uh, like supplying music for just it. But uh, got you. Okay. But I, I believe that same music is used in the movie Creed. They have a credit mm. on the movie Creed, uh, which would make sense. Yeah, would. Editing, Sean, is uh, by a gentleman by the name of Fernando v- Villena. I'm going to say Villena. I believe mm-hmm. that's right. Fernando Villena, he has also edited such movies as Gamer, Crank High Voltage, I'm a fan. Okay. Jonah Hex, which I kind of want to go back and wow. see. I never saw Jonah Hex. Do you remember Jonah Hex? I do. I, I haven't seen it. That was the, uh, I think Josh Brolin sort of like first yeah. foray into the comic world. Yeah. It's like it started out, it was going to be a big, big deal. And then by the t- time it yeah. came out, it kind of kind of tanked. Now, and I think it's got like a soundtrack by Mastodon or, or a lot of Mastodon music in it. And I, oh, I'm really? a big fan of that band and I still, still did not watch the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got to check that out. Sorry. 
Jonah Hex. We'll do it. Yeah. And I also have a list of producers here that uh, I started going through, and I wasn't recognizing a lot of movies. And I'm going to continue talking, and we will probably cut some of this out because I'm, I'm just clicking on a couple of these links that I had not clicked on yet. Yeah. There really aren't, like, any that are, like, here's the champion of this movie and why it got made. Like, it's just, like, clearly a bunch of people who were very turned on by this idea and just kind of banded together and, and made it happen, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. And I mean, unless you have any questions, that's pretty much where my list ends. Well, I obviously was going to uh, ask you who wrote the screenplay. Oh, uh, the, uh, Eric Roth. Can you believe it? <laughs> I, I don't believe it. Yeah. No. Okay. Nope. Nope. It's all free form, free form ad living like those Christopher Guest movies. Well, I guess I'll still watch it. Now there are people in this movie, right? Uh oh, what am I talking about? Yes, you're right. Should we name some of them? I just, you I know, mean, they're not, you know, I don't. They're not going to be like movie stars, obviously. Well, the documentary. Guess but. what? Or are they? I don't know. Are they? Well, yeah, I, I skipped over that because of the way I wrote my list. I uh, skipped yeah. down to the bottom and forgot that I had to talk about the people who we see in the movie. <laughs> Good list. Yes. Good list. <laughs> uh, there is a gentleman by the name of Tommy the Clown. I just have to mention Tommy the Clown because he seems to be such a big figure in this, but he's not. Mm-hmm. He didn't kind of move on to becoming an actor or anything. He's definitely been on a lot of shows and stuff like that, uh, but as himself. But here's what we've got. We've got uh, Jassy Marie. She, in the movie, is Great. Lil Mama Dancer. Uh, mm-hmm. That's how people refer to her. But she was on, before the movie, she was on Sesame Street just a little wow. bit and has done kind of a, 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 a little bit a, a other uh, other TV bits kind of like that since then. You've got Miss mm-hmm. Prissy, my high school nickname, oddly enough. And <laughs> that's right. And and uh, she 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 appeared in movies such as Stomp the Yard, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Okay. Now she's been in a few Madonna videos as a dancer. Mm-hmm. Kevin Scott Richardson, does that name ring a bell? Was he on Party of 5? No, but his poster is definitely on your wall, Sean, because he is a Backstreet Boy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it sounded familiar. Yeah. yeah it did sound familiar. I'm not going to lie. Don't lie. Please don't lie. Christopher no. Toller, also known as Lil C in the movie. Mm-hmm. He's been a So You Think You Can Dance judge, apparently, for a while, or was for oh, a long okay. while. He also appeared in Stomp the Yard and the new Footloose. Uh, and I'm not done yet because Cesare Willis also appeared in Stomp the Yard Kicking It Old School, if you remember that movie, and yeah. also Be Cool, that uh, Travolta uh-huh. sequel to uh, Get Shorty. Get Shorty, thank you. Get Shorty. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of folks in this um, have gone on to do other things. Interesting. But does it matter? Because they danced. They danced their hearts out. Let's say I recognize the Christopher Toller guy a little bit, because I have watched So You Think You Can Dance. Um, oh really? A few times. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's an enjoyable experience minus some of the judges. Yeah. Well, cool. Yeah, we were definitely going to learn something I from agree. this movie about these people. I think. Well, is that it, or should I do my spiel now? That is definitely it. Okay. Well, let's let's talk a little bit about what I found here, Craig. You want to guess the budget? Should we do this? This is crazy because you haven't seen the movie. Maybe that's a dumb thing to do. But <laughs> I have seen the trailer, and that's usually okay. good enough for Based most people. Based on the trailer, people. how much do you think this movie costs? Yeah. This movie cost between five thousand and five million dollars. You're right. Good job. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. Came in around seven hundred thousand. Produced by Lionsgate. I imagine some of those producers that you saw were connected to that. Most likely. Uh, La Chapelle himself 
is said to have been introduced to the dancing style of crump dancing mm-hmm. on the set of Christina Aguilera's video for Dirty. That's Dirty with two R's, right. so it's extra dirty that he also directed. <laughs> and this movie, yes, uh, premiered in January of 2005 at the Sundance Film Festival and then was released domestically in June. Mm-hmm. In Germany, Craig, mm. This movie was also known as Rise, but then had a hyphen after that. Uh, and what followed is Uns Halt Nixt Auf, with an exclamation point. Uh, I forgot to look up the Google Translate of that, so I'll just leave that for somebody else to do. Because I'm going to guess it's one hot night and then just off, whatever that means. One, that one may- hot night off. Maybe you just have, yeah, one hot night off off of work or something. <laughs> Watch this movie. It's like Purge. You get one hot yeah. night off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's when you do your crunk dancing. Sure. Okay. Uh, crump. I keep saying crunk. This is going to happen a thousand times. I'm sorry. We haven't uh, I'm going to be honest with you. Episode. Until this podcast we started recording, I didn't even know there was kind of a difference <laughs> between crunk and crump. So yeah, We'll have to look into that. Yeah. The movie uh, pulled in $1.5 million the weekend that it was released of June 24, 2005, which was good enough for 12th place. Would you like to guess what was number one that weekend? 2005. 2005? 2005, yeah. 2005. Uh, uh, ew. 2005. Okay, that was probably Fast and Furious 13. It was not. It okay. was Batman Begins, yo. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I know. It seems so long ago. Uh, number two was Bewitched. Remember that movie? I do remember movie? that movie. Was that good? Yeah. I don't know. It got bad reviews and bombed, if I'm not mistaken. Uh. It finished number two on the weekend. The Batman Begins is pretty good. Uh, Rest of the list here, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Herbie Fully Loaded, Land of the Dead, Madagascar, Revenge of the Sith. Yep, episode three. Uh, Longest Yard, The Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl. That's a rough movie. Uh, Cinderella Man and The Perfect Man all finished ahead of this. Grand total, $3.3 million at the box office in the U.S., added another $1.3 million overseas for, yeah, that's 4.7. If you're doing math at home, not that's 4.6 if you're doing math at home. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's a pretty good return on a $700,000 budget. Let me ask this. I, I don't want to go negative, but, I mean, who was just under Rise? Who's, who's, number, who's in the 13th spot? Ah, damn it. You had to ask that, didn't you? Uh, I'll have to look that up in just a second, or you can look it up while I continue talking. Hey, I'll I'll look it up while you continue talking. I know I saw it, and I can't remember. Uh, The movie got good reviews. I think that was um, part of the trailer and the advertising experience, because, yes, I think Early Word Out of Sundance was quite positive for this. Mm -hmm. Roger Ebert said, quote, the most remarkable thing about Rise is that it is real, end quote, which, I don't know, that seems like a not most creative Thing to say about no. a documentary. Maybe he was running is. out of things to say at that point. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Peter Travers, Roller, Rolling Stone, said, quote, David LaChapelle is best known as a photographer. Rise, a documentary like no other, reveals a born filmmaker. Dot, dot, dot. There's no way to take your eyes off it. Which we will put to the test. I'm going to see if I can just like look at the ceiling for a little <laughs> bit. Or like literally, you just can't do yeah. that. You might not be able to. Yeah, I don't know. Nathan Rabin at the AV Club said, quote, it's got all the concentrated energy and excitement of a thrilling new subculture without the clumsiness that invariably accompanies a major studio's cynical attempts 
to exploit hot new trends. Mm. And I like that he started off that review by talking about uh, it might have been Stomp the Yard. I mean, it was one of those movies, you know, that that kind of popped up in this era where they were definitely trying to capitalize on like these fads, if you will. Yeah, I think obviously the documentary should be better than those kind of things. Yeah. But he, he went on to say Rise eventually gets a little preachy and sentimental, but a little sermonizing seems a small price to pay for such an industrial jolt of kinetic electricity. Now that's a good quote. So, you know, there's a little bit of saying maybe not perfect, but something to learn here. So that's cool. Yeah. Sadly, Craig, mm. the movie is dedicated to a dancer whose name was Kanisha. Mm-hmm. She went by Lil Dimples, Aww. last name Dunford, who unfortunately was killed at age 15 with her 13-year-old friend in a 2003 drive-by shooting in Los Angeles. Okay. They did catch the people that did the shooting. Yeah. They said the detectives got a lucky break almost immediately after the shooting when a witness approached who said that they wrote down the license plate of their car. And they found the car several hours later. Then one suspect and two others. They arrested Marcel Harling, who was 18. And then two younger suspects, who were 16 and 17. And they said it was related to a long... This is all from the LA Times, by the way. A long-running brawl between two local gangs. But neither of the victims were involved with the gangs. So at the time of that article, they did not know why they were targeted if perhaps uh, mistaken identity or what either way jesus christ that sucks that's uh 15 yes. year old and a 13 year old killed by an 18 year old and a 16 and 17 year old and for no apparent reason so let's think about better days craig yeah the soundtrack to this movie was released also in june right before the movie came out it's got christina aguilera dizzy rascal Blind Boys of Alabama, etc. So we should have some uh, fun, cool mm-hmm. tunes to enjoy along with the dancing. I got two other little bits of unrelated trivia, but because this one was kind of short on information from what I could find, maybe this is something we'll do moving forward with some of these. Uh, let's talk about what IMDb suggests for people who liked this movie <laughs> may also like. They suggest four movies if you like the movie Rise. One of them is a French movie called With a Friend Like Harry, which is a comedy drama mystery, Hmm. which sounds like it has nothing to do with dancing. Sure. There's another movie called After Lucia, um, which I think may also be a foreign film. You got Muscle Shoals, a documentary about the studio in Alabama, which that finally makes sense to me. And then a German movie, I believe, called Dickenkeck. Dickenneck. Dickenneck. I'm sorry? D-I-K-K. E-N-E-K. Okay. Oh, hey, Marianne Cotillard's in this movie, so maybe it's French. Those are your IMDb suggestions, folks. Hot recommendations. Their their algorithm goes real deep, I feel like. like <laughs> it must. I don't yeah. know. I was trying, I was like, what possible connection? Maybe we'll see a connection when we watch the film. Maybe there's like something on the soundtrack that they sure. perhaps... I mean, even like half right the here. cast was in Stomp the Yard, but no no Stomp yeah. the Yard, even though the whole no, thing's no, dancing. Stomp the yard. And, yeah. Okay. Nope. Uh, there you go with that. And then also on June 24th, 2005, the day this movie was released, I went looking just to see if anything of note happened that day, and I found something at least somewhat relative to the movie world. That was the day, Craig, that Tom Cruise did an interview with Matt Lauer 
and they got in a fight about Brooke Shields taking antidepressants to treat oh. postpartum. Do you remember that? You're being glib, Matt. You're glib. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> also read, just when I went down that rabbit hole for two seconds, that it was around this time that he had fired his longtime publicist and hired his sister. Mm-hmm. And shortly after this, she was relieved of duties, and he hired someone else. So, who knows? I'm I'm looking forward to someday to the the Tom Cruise book that like that covers that period. Yeah, where we kind of know everything. Not that I need scandals and stuff, but just like I just want right. to know how all that stuff went down. Like, why you're the one going? You said the stuff. You fire. It's fine. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I don't know how that works either. Yeah. Well, hey. Maybe we'll also find out what he thought of the movie Rise. In that I book. should hope so. Uh, yeah, it came out the same day. Hey, Craig. Yes. Obviously, we want people to watch this when we watch it. And uh, where can they find Rise for their eyeballs? You can find it for free, Sean, on either no. Tubi TV. So you're going to watch some ads. Or yeah, on Vudu. That's V-U-D-U. Mm-hmm. Also with some ads. But it's free as heck. There's just there's nothing standing between you and this movie. Maybe there will be an ad for uh, Dick and Neck, so you can see. I hope so. See what that movie's all about. Sounds like a condition I don't want to have. Yeah, nobody should have that condition. Mm, mm. Uh, please see your doctor if that's the case. Last but not least, until we get to Craig's final words, hey, if you've got an Amazon Echo laying around at home, Craig, do you have uh, access to Alexa in your house? I do not have an Alexa portal. No. You're lying. You can get it on your phone. Anyway, if you do, go to the uh, place where you add skills to Alexa and look up AnyPod if you haven't done that already. And then all you can do is say, hey, Alexa, ask AnyPod to play Never Heard of It podcast. And it, it, she'll start playing. She'll start it for you. You don't have to that's, do anything else. Just that's fantastic. Voice. Magic. I wouldn't know how to explain it to Siri, I guess, is the problem. Like, I don't want to have that conversation. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You know what I mean? They do not like each other. Not really. Uh, any last words, Craig? Uh, yes, uh, Rise beat out the sister of the traveling pants. That's right. Yes. That's the okay. sister. I'm sorry, yep. the sisterhood of the traveling pants. Even though, to be fair, sister of the traveling pants had been out for four weeks, but doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. That weekend. Yeah, they were they were about ten thousand, uh, about forty thousand. That is about forty thousand dollars away from each other. It's brutal out wow. there, Sean. It's brutal on these box office That's lists. Pretty tough. Well, there you have it. It's a close call, but Rise was a champion. And we'll watch it, check it out with us, and we'll talk next time about our experiences getting crumped. Mm. All right, bye, y'all. See you.